and I want my advertisement to be in Survivor, and I want to get on a case of rapists, I can show raping and not because I want that outrage. I want that sense of attitude that gets right in somebody's face to make the point. Welcome to Unreddited with Countless Screaming Argonauts, a show where we look at the important Reddit stories of the week. I am TFabP, the Fabulous Penguin. And I'm Max. And we're joined by the, our contributing member of the podcast, Manhattan Man. Yeah, hello. This week in Reddit, lots of interesting stories. Manhattan Man, why don't you kick us off with, uh, with something that you saw that piqued your interest? On uh, May 1st, uh, somebody brought up an interesting uh, – YouTube video or an interesting video, whether it was on YouTube or elsewhere, whatever. Long story short, uh, the statement was made that by the Reddit writer that the, a commercial would not be aired by any of the major American networks because it was just too insensitive, too inflammatory. This video showed a very pastoral homely setting of a of a probably 12-year-old group of girls running around the local soccer field playing a game of soccer. And we cut periodically to the happy parents, and here comes the rush on goal, and one of the girls scores a goal. As two of our players come together to give each other the congratulatory hug, one of the girls gets blown up, literally exploded on the field. And what you're seeing is the effects of landmines. And at the end of this horrific commercial, there's a graphic that says, if landmines were happening here, would we ignore them? And it's obviously propaganda, but a lot of things are propaganda. I guess it would be easy enough to say that every 30-second spot that we watch is propaganda. propaganda. Yeah, Everything's propaganda. Well said. So I, I honestly can't even speak to the veracity of the statement saying that no American broadcast network would show it. I can tell you that I've never seen it on you know, live television, and I thought it was worth talking about on a number of levels, especially given the most recent discussions about what pictures we will or will not air on television or release to the media or whatever. So... I bring it to the two of you because I, I, I value both of your opinions, and I think you've seen the clip. And uh, what do you say? Can you air it? Should you not? Is it propaganda? What do you think? Well, let me just throw this out first off. You know, just talking about the veracity of it. Obviously, if this is not true, it makes this whole story moot, right, basically. Because, I mean, the tenor of this whole thing is is that this is so horrific that no American studio will show it. Right. Now, one of the commenters in the thread said that he saw this commercial in Canada. You've said you've never seen it in the United States. I've never seen it in the United States. So, I mean, let's start, you know, we'll start there and say if it's not true, then it's it's a non-story. Okay, well, when, so we'll go with the fact that the, 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 that the initial statement stating that ABC, NBC, and CBS are not going to air this because it's rough. We're going we're gonna to give that 
the stamp of truth. Okay. Right. Fair enough. All right. Why? Why, why should they or why shouldn't they air it? Is that your next question, do you think? Well, this, they we're going with the statement that they would not air it. Right. Why? Because it's too intense. And uh, frankly, I think that's probably the correct uh, judgment to make. Okay, so, I, so I'm going to play ridiculous devil's advocate here, as though that's never been my job before, <laughs> and, and, and ask, you know, fu- fundamentally, what makes it too intense? A child dies? Well, we do get to see those. I mean, we'll go all the way back to the, the, the classic Life magazine photo of the napalmed, naked Vietnamese chick getting her brains blown out, right? right. I mean, we, we've gone to dead children before. Sure. We have. Well, okay. but we, I don't think we ever went to the napalmed girl in a television commercial. And by the way, I, I, I saw a thing on, in the New York Times on the front page just on Saturday, and I had never seen it before, but apparently it was a really sensational photograph that, that, that had generated a lot of discussion. I'm, I'm not a big newspaper reader anymore, but it was a picture of a little girl with her family's blood splattered on her and she had been in a car where her family was shot up the car was shot up mother and father and i think a brother were killed by united states soldiers and this picture of her in the dark with the family blood on her won a pulitzer prize and they were doing a retrospective on this and and it was horrific it was horrible it ripped your guts out but the difference is is that that's not a commercial and that's where i was going it's it's, it's a news story that's where you i know? was going yeah. right cuz the the guy who wrote the original thread on reddit later on in the, in the uh, in the story says well you know american viewers can watch csi and we see cop dramas all the time and people are getting killed and maimed so what's the difference well the difference is is that this isn't commercial tv it's a it's a it's a commercial it's not a a made up story this is this is something that's trying to make a point this is like showing pictures of war which we've talked about or showing pictures of you know the american troops coming home dead from afghanistan that right. the news right. shows won't show anymore i still have a problem because we, you know what we <laughs> we we will sell Douches on television. <laughs> we can't sell vodka. I mean, come on with the rules that say what we can and can't. And and, and I think what the Reddit post is is speaking to is not a regulation about what can be done, but to to an extent, how much balls the head of CBS has to take whatever three hundred thousand dollars and air this thirty second spot for. for those against landmines. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he, yeah, but he didn't. He he refused the the money, right? The the the, the network said, no, I'm not going to show it. That's what we're being told that they're saying, no, I'm not airing that. And I, I think that's correct. And I think the distinction is, if you watch CSI, you choose to watch it. But I think that it's fair and right to protect children on free television and you just can't show anything in a commercial. 
We have the we have that protection in place, though. We have the family hour that, that you don't show, so you don't show the commercial before ten o'clock at night. That would make me feel better about it. And, and I know I'm arguing for censorship. It's not the first time I've done it, and I understand that as a person who believes in American liberty, I it seems contradictory. But I remember watching some lame TV show with my friend's kids when they were like three, five, and seven. And here's this commercial for a movie, and I was offended by this, where some guy drives by and shoots up another guy with a machine gun while the guy's in a phone booth. And, and to me, it was a horrific act of murder. And yeah, it was a movie, but the three-year-old who was sitting on the couch with me couldn't necessarily make the distinction. And I think we ought to protect the youngest among us, from scenes of horrific violence. Most people will tell you that your job is to turn off the television as a parent or to not have the three-year-old sitting on a couch unless you're, you're controlling the DVD of Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, this was because it is because it is public airwaves, and this is my problem. Because as far as I'm concerned, if I have the 300 grand and I want my advertisement to be in Survivor and I want to get on a case of rapists i can show raping a nun because i want that outrage i want that sense of attitude that gets right in somebody's face to make the point because advertisers do it all day every day and just because a 12 year old allegedly dies in the video oh i don't know i can't do that it's hypocrisy you would say there's no line that you're you're taking the point that Everything is fair game, and, and anything should be available in commercials. I would say that I have seen the, 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 the baseless lack of class on network television in the program block that allows me to say, don't you dare have the audacity to tell me, oh, I can't do that. That's too base. Stop it. You're arranging marriages on The Bachelor. (laughs) Tell me what's going on with television. Anyone who puts programming on television really has a leg to stand on to say that's tasteless. Give me a break. Well, Well, I think networks in general don't have the ability to say what's tasteless or not because look what they put on all the time. Eight o'clock on Monday night, right? Uh, Two and a half men. Yeah. it's a funny show, or it was before Charlie Sheen lost his mind, but it the every joke is sexual innuendo, and I've always felt that, that you know, that would be better served at least after 9 o'clock. At a later, later and time. And that's a comedy. So, mm-hmm. you know, I see your point. Um, the, if you're saying they're being hypocritical, when you consider how much they – show people getting ripped up, cut up, and slashed. I do think that uh, networks are being hypocritical. I, I, I think that's a fair point. I just the It seems to me the logical extent of the other side is everything should be available all the time. And I remember having this discussion with my friend's kid who was like, yeah, no censorship at all of anything whatsoever. Uh, and my gut tells me that's wrong. Yeah, that just puts a lot on the parents, and I'm not sure that we have enough good parents around to to police that either. But I do think that if you say that, if it's too much to ask the parents to censor everything, and, I, and by the way, I do think it is 
because of the fact that you can't censor the commercials. Yeah. You don't know what's coming up. Then I right. then I think you gotta you gotta have a little a little bit of a line, some sort of reasonableness. But I think at the same time, it has to work both ways. You have to to, to not put the opening of CSI Miami where somebody's getting blasted. I remember having a discussion with my uncle who loved Tom Brokaw and was the executive editor of the NBC Nightly News years ago. And NBC Nightly News opened one day with a cold open of a woman in a graveyard, I'll never forget it, walking up and murdering her husband. 6 o'clock, 6.30. So uh, if you're saying there, there's hypocrisy there, I won't argue with you. Again, we're having the argument about what's a piece of news and what's an advertisement or what's paid. What's paid? You know, Thirty seconds right. in there. I don't... Max, what caught your eye this week on Reddit? Anything of uh, interest? Well, I saw a little thing about the only man who was buried on the moon. Did you know that Eugene Shoemaker is? And I put it in air quotes because he's not exactly buried, but there is. Uh, the ashes of one man on the moon? You know, I, this is funny. When you said that before, I, I, I drew a perfect blank. I had no idea. But now that you've mentioned it, I seem to remember a story. One of the astronauts maybe took it up there and left it? Right. In 1999, some of his ashes were carried to the moon uh, by the Lunar Prospector Space Probe in a capsule designed by Carolyn Poroko. To date, he's the only person to have been buried on the moon, quote-unquote. And uh, they put in the Reddit story this little bit of a poem, which I, th- I liked and thought I'd repeat here, which is, And when he shall die, take him and cut him out in little stars, and he will make the heaven so fine that all the world will be in love with night and pay no worship to the garish sun. And I just liked it, and I thought, hey, you know, Today I learned that there's a man buried in the moon. Yeah, that's that's one of the best things that Reddit does, I think. And that's what I've enjoyed the most in kind of getting into it the last year or so. It, it just seems like a lot of times it reminds you of things that you knew at one point um, or heard about at one point and kind of fleshes them out a little bit. Yeah, I like the idea that we can uh, we, we can turn to Reddit for some depth that sometimes that, that that we don't have before. You can say, yeah, Shoemaker, I know. Why do I remember that? Right. And then often Reddit will, like you say, flesh that out, give you the whole deal. And that's a, that's a value to me. Yeah, that is. A couple of stories caught my eye because they're right up the countless screaming Argonauts alley. We have done stories like this before, and I, and I ran across two of them this week that were really, really interesting. We have had these discussions. Uh, who, who would you invite to dinner? Right. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie line? What's your favorite TV show theme song? All those kind of things. This week, there were two questions that were asked that, that made this. The first one was, if aliens came to Earth and we had to choose one person, living or dead, to be a representative of the human race, who would you pick? And the second one was, name something that we believe now, that when we look back in 30 years, we're going to say, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> but let's start with the alien first. Anything jump into your mind? Before, yeah. I don't know if either one of you saw the story. Now, does this person have to be living? No, it said living or dead. Okay. Einstein. 
Oh, no, that's no. I got no, no. I I'm, I have the answer. I have it. Yeah. Uh oh. Here. Manny Ramirez. <laughs> we will never be bothered by an extraterrestrial again. <laughs> think, think, think about it. It is the safety net of all safety nets. <laughs> you see the green man up there going. The fuck? Are you kidding me? What is he? Don't ever go back there again. (laughs) And the hair. You know, so he turns around, he gets in his spaceship, he flies away, and and Manny looks at the camera and he goes, "That's just Manny being Manny." (laughs) Manny being money. Yeah, you guys gave the exact kind of answers that were on there. There seemed to be two different threads in this in this line. The one thread was like they mentioned. Uh, Carl Sagan was was uh, mentioned a lot. Neil deGrasse Tyson was mentioned regularly. Stephen Hawking mentioned as as you know, and it, basically it was a thought that you know these are intelligent men who can converse in stellar physics, right? Could understand and could explain. So I thought that was pretty cool. But then there was a whole other group, and the names that came up were people like Mister Rogers. Because <laughs> he's nuts. Well, because they thought that he would be able to deal with it, you know, the best. It's a wonderful he, day in the neighborhood. Right. I mean, you know, someone mentioned Morgan Freeman because he's been there before. Fuck he's Morgan had a Freeman. D- <laughs> I mean, what I, what I meant to say was fuck Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Once I found out he was doing his 17-year-old niece well, that's a, that's a good enough reason, I guess, to uh, to kick him out of the conversation. He loses. an awfully high and mighty <laughs> place to be. Uh. My goodness. Don't blow up a landmine on a soccer field. <laughs> Someone mentioned Mark Twain, which I thought was great because he wouldn't take yeah. any shit aliens. Yeah, Mark Twain, the, definitely the CSA official answer right there. Right. Well, and then they, they did a Mark Twain quote. Manhattan Man, you you have an extensive uh, knowledge of Twain, so you'll know if this is an actual quote of his. But somebody quoted and said, I thoroughly disapprove of duels. I consider them unwise, and I know they're dangerous and sinful. If a man should challenge me, I would I would take him kindly and forgivingly by the hand and lead him to a quiet, retired spot. And kill him. <laughs> it sounds Twain-ish, but I yeah, I don't know if you ever said is. that. Yeah, I don't think that it's Sam. Right, and then there was a whole bunch of people that said, you know, you can't send like somebody who's really super smart and stuff because that might scare the aliens. So we got to send somebody who's just like your average Joe, somebody that's just going to be, um, you know, who's just kind of there. Whatever, and they suggested Joe Biden, which I thought was pretty <laughs> Well, if you want to send some, someone stupid, send me. We were actually hoping that the planet would have a future. You know, would get by, you know, the aliens meeting one person, you know, like have some future existence, I think. Do you remember the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and their assessment of Earth? I believe this was Earth. It said mostly harmless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's me. Yeah, but if we give them you, it's going to be like nothing of value there. No <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, yeah. We run that risk, I think. Yeah, well, there's that. That's true. Plus, they're going to be confused by your liberal bias, but, but your conservative, <laughs> conservative tendencies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this guy's obviously schizophrenic. <laughs> no redeeming social value. Get rid of him. The whole species. 
<laughs> but you know what? As long as they're not bringing a cookbook, I, I think we can handle it. The other one uh, of this about looking back in 30 years and saying, what the fuck were we thinking about? I, you know, I, I thought that was really, really interesting. I, and, and people talked about things that, that we have talked a lot about, like homophobia, denying global uh, warming, banning gay marriage, uh, you know, those, those sorts of things, wondering what they, uh, what they are. But there were, there were some interesting ones, too. This guy, Tr- John Tromboni 319, said copper wire. He says, I can't believe 30 years from now, he said, I, I can't believe that they use copper wire to transmit messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because, I mean, not, 30 years from now, the, everything will be wireless, obviously. Well, and and not to be the, the, the total ancient geek, but the old Star Trek, Spock, or uh, McCoy, rather, used to say, those butchers, because <laughs> we used to do surgery by cutting people open. Right, right, yeah. You don't think we're going to need scalpels in 100 years? I think it's possible. Well, maybe 100 years, 1,000 years, I think, I think we probably won't need scalpels. I think, you know, I don't think we're ever going to get to the transporter. But, yeah, if you think about it, look at – we used to shoot – we still do shoot X-rays through people. And then somebody came up with the idea of lining up their hydrogen atoms with a magnet. And now we have this incredible imaging that we take for granted – that wasn't possible, you know, 30 years ago. And I would think that 40 years from now, MRI is going to be the low end. It's going to be X-ray, and it's going to be something else. Dude, it's an even better picture. Right, right, right. But yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think I've told the penguin about my friend Brian, who isn't married to the idea that death is a necessity. He figures by the time he gets old enough for his parts to wear out. They're going to figure out how to grow new parts, and and they're working on it. And we all know, you know what they say about chicken: parts is parts. <laughs> well, but they're they're scaffolding livers now, right? Right. Yeah, there was just some stories about that in the last couple of weeks. Stem cells? We, we're not going to. Who knows where that's going? I mean, that's that's a, a great frontier one of the comments in, in this reddit story was somebody saying that they can't you know that 30 years from now we won't believe that they banned stem cell research well yeah but what about yeah. cloning what what if a thousand years from now people look back and say i can't believe people accepted the genetic package that they were dealt Sure, but you know, a thousand years. There's a difference between a thousand years and thirty years. I mean, a thousand years is is, is something where, yeah, it's thirty. I mean, you know, a thousand years, the 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 technology will be completely different than we have now. But in thirty years, you're still going to have. I mean, you know, think of what we had thirty years ago, ourselves. I mean, you know, hot air popcorn makers. You know, is thirty years ago, and and. If you got a hot air popcorn maker, you've pretty much reached the pinnacle of human development. At that point. But now 30 years later, we have microwave popcorn. So, you know, what the fuck were they thinking back then? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, one of my favorite comments was somebody who commented about tanning. Yeah. You know, that if 30 years from now they find out, you know, it's, it's like cigarettes, you know? When when nobody realized the the detrimental health 
problems of cigarettes 50 years ago or 60 years ago or 100 years ago, however long you want to go back, you know, that pushed them. In, and I can't believe that they showed commercials where, you know, John Wayne or, or Ronald Reagan – I mean, there's, a, there's a, a print ad where Ronald Reagan says that he was giving all his friends lucky strikes for Christmas. Yeah. You know, and we see that now, and we just realize how stupid. We know, I think, we know now that tanning is stupid. And they knew back then. My dad always tells a story about Arthur Godfrey. Had a, I guess it was a TV show, sponsored by one of the cigarette companies. And Arthur Godfrey used to say, if you don't smoke... Don't start this stupid habit. But if you do, smoke Lucky Strikes. And he was so cool in 1948 that people were like, okay, you can get away with that. Yeah, well. So what we've determined is that in about 40 years, we're going to be communing with aliens, be really (laughs) pale, have awesome popcorn. (laughs) Pretty much, I think. And and do surgery without scapels. Yeah, I think that's That's pretty much that covers it. Yeah. So listen, I just have one more story that I wanted to bring up. I just wanted to talk about an, an I am a, that was on Reddit this week, and it was an I am a former psychic. And I know, Manhattan Man, you have a long history with another um, contributing member of the podcast, Denali. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to, uh, to, to respond to some of these things that this uh, former psychic said. She said, I don't believe that I'm really psychic. Basically, I just needed to make some extra money. I was a stay-at-home mom. I didn't have a lot of money. I had a little baby. I needed to work. I, I needed work I could do from home. And so I sorted through all the scams and rip-offs and decided it was either phone sex or psychic. And the psychic job paid better, so that's why she became <laughs> Okay, so just a couple days ago, Kentucky Derby, you know, I saw all the people at the OTB – and you know the people who came out for the Kentucky Derby, but you also know the people who are in the OTB all day, every day. And there are people who spend their hard-earned cash and too much of it on the psychic highline or, or going to the psychic. And, and, I, and I, I think it's a shame that there are people like this out there who say, I'm going to take advantage of the poor souls and I'm going to be a quote-unquote Psychic. I think there are. I think there are people on the planet who really do have a gift. And I'm not saying they're going to tell you who's going to win the seventh at Belmont tomorrow, but who seriously feel things like that guy John Edwards. Fine, it's trumped up and it's television, okay? But he's pretty hot. And you know what I mean? And to take advantage of people, I think in that in that way is really unfortunate. And I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, um, uh, a milk toast kind of guy, and uh, you know, you got to watch yourself walking down the street because somebody's going to take your last twenty bucks. No doubt about it. Well, may I say that I have no use for John Edwards whatsoever. I think his, he is entirely and completely a fraud, and I won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> 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 and you might. You might think I'm kidding, but I I, I bet on the winner. I had the winner for the. Derby. Oh, I thought I thought you said that you were you were riding, Max. The way you put no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I need a, a, a little more uh, binging and purging before I get down to to my jockey weight. <laughs> but I, I did have the winner in the Derby, and I think I can do 
at least as well as, as any psychic in my predictions, as evidenced by certain CSA predictions that I've made over the years. Right. Yeah, we won't go into those, <laughs> if only because of the fact that, you know, for every one that you hit on the nose, we might have to talk about the dozen or so that you um, – Hey, I'm, I'm just saying I predicted Scarlett Johansson's divorce. <laughs> you also predicted that you were going to have sex with her and marry her. Well, so right. that's one time. out of three. There's still time. <laughs> one out of three at the very, very best. <laughs> and I think I predicted marrying her. Uh-huh. I think on that note, we should call this Reddit show complete. Hi, this is Miss Nicole of 8 Beer Sampler Productions. You've been listening to Max and T-Fab P, the fabulous penguin of Countless Screaming Argonauts, the podcast of record. Listen to their podcast adventures at csapodcast.blogspot.com or download it free from the iTunes podcast store. Just search Countless Screaming Argonauts. The boys love to hear from you, so email them at csapodcast at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to show your allegiance to the show, pick up some CSA swag and help make the boys famous. You can purchase hats, shirts, and mugs, along with other appropriate gear, at Cafe Press. Click the link on their webpage. And thanks for listening.